America Meditating Radio Show. We collect wisdom, inspire each other, and empower hearts 24-7. Hi, I'm Sister Jenna. Join me and guest on Blog Talk Radio as we amplify stories that compel us to be more for ourselves and everyone else around us. Do you like to meditate? Have you tried to meditate? Have you struggled with meditation? Why don't you visit one of the Brahma Kumaris Meditation Center? Visit brahmakumaris.org. Blaylock Dialysis Center is a convenient state-of-the-art dialysis center in the Houston area, run by Dr. Panakin Patel. Relax in a comfortable environment while receiving quality care. Serving adults 18 to geriatrics, we are here to help you. Call 713-463-6611 for more information or visit us at our website at www.blaylockdialysiscenter.com. Blaylock Dialysis Center, where helping you get well is our priority. I want to show you something. Each day around the world, 5,000 people are infected with HIV. That was over 20 years ago. We've come a long way in the science and treatment of HIV. But the disease hasn't gone away. So why aren't we talking about it? Today, we have the tools to make HIV history. Let's finish what we started. Because the world needs you to live. That's very true, and we are celebrating AIDS Month, and we enjoyed our conversation with Joel just a few days ago as we celebrated the International Day for AIDS. Hi, everyone. It's Sister Jenna, and you are tuning into America Meditating Radio, and the world is still spinning, and there are still people preparing for shopping for the holiday seasons. There are some relationships that are getting stronger and getting better, and there are some that are just saying, I'm done. And there are certain questions that a lot of us have. I mean, our friend, Congressman Tim Ryan, which is now really pushing to get a seat in-house to remove Nancy Pelosi, he's basically going, what's wrong with the Democrats? They've gone to sleep. And I think it's just the shock and the numbness, you know, awe and shock when they always say when you're in a war, never tell them what you're up to, just shock them, surprise them. And what happens is that emotional inner numbness is actually what holds you back. It's not that you're not knowledgeable or gifted or or inspired or aware of what you have to do. It's just the emotional breakdown that we have witnessed post-election. And there's been a lot going on, a lot of narratives. Now, let alone post-election, That's one. Now, just look at what's been happening in the ethers in the last few weeks. But here's what's been going on, right? Think about what we've been going through as a country. The last 15 months, the incredible political campaign that we witnessed, the the nastiness that our children were watching, wondering what was this about. We also saw a woman who stood strong and stood her grace, fought through all the garbage that she was called and told, I don't care if she's guilty or innocent. I care about the fact that there is a woman who stood strong and stood stable in the midst of where not even some men could handle. Look at how many men even dropped out when they were running uh, against President-elect Trump in this presidential campaign. And so, you know, 
sometimes we get overconfident. Sometimes we're not really aware of what is seated in the in, in the core of people. And I remembered when we were doing Meditate the Vote, a few people had called me and said, you know, I'm going to do a silent vote and even there's one case of a young man who said his wife, his fiance, wasn't going to marry him if he voted for, for Trump. And he said, well, I could vote for Trump and just come out and tell her that I voted for Hillary. But then that wouldn't be honest, and that wouldn't have been that wouldn't be a good way to start our marriage. So, you know, just to give you an idea, that's what Meditate the Vote was doing. It was helping us check our conscience. So there are a lot of people who might have decided, I want to change. I wanted to go with someone else. There's no way that guy means everything that he's saying, right? And then the day comes, it is. President-elect Trump is the next president of the United States. In shock and awe, all the Democrats are just numb, depressed. Now there are protests in the streets. There are middle to upper middle class white Americans that are going out there going, no, this is not my president. The popular vote is the highest, but yet the electoral college is really what matters confusing. I know it is, but that's just what it is. Then we've got Standing Rock. A bunch of, I mean, Indian, the Indian tribal folks, the people who actually own the land of America, who are the original residents of the land of the America. There were explorers who came over and said, okay, I'll use this, I'll do that. And of course, they have progress and have opened up the door to make this country more of an industrial country, move move money around, make it more of a capitalistic country, uh, make it more progressive. You go back to the Indian reservations and you're still seeing hundreds of thousands of years it seems to have stopped. But nonetheless, President Cheney wrote a treaty, no one can touch that land, no one should go through that land, and now pipelines, the Dakota pipelines are running through their land. And on December 5th, they are planning on removing some of these peaceful protesters, the army, to put them in jail if they don't move. So what am I trying to get to? I'm trying to get to why this conversation with my next guest, Joni Petrie, would be so powerful because we want to know what is the future of America and what is under its Vedic astrology. Like what what's going on in the country? There are so many things, one after another, and I didn't even mention more of it. Now, here's my perk. When is the media going to cover stories like, I hosted 180 events at my meditation museum for free? When are they going to come and look at me working with disenfranchised young black women who are trying to get their lives together? And when are they going to come and cover the fact that at the museum we've got juvenile delinquents who have no hope, who now have hope because they come to the museum and learn about self-esteem and techniques and how to move their lives forward. Where's the media when I need the media to give hope to people in our country that there is a lot of good in the world? And I've reached a point I can't even turn on the news because it doesn't serve the well-being of my spirit. Now, to make a long story short, got a phone call. One of my senior yogi sisters voted for Donald Trump. And I said, you're kidding. What? Really? Even though the narrative was the worst of two evils, which I don't agree, I believe these are two of God's children. Both ran very well. If I had a choice, who I would have voted for might be somebody different. And then she calls me the other day and I went, you know, you're going to make me have to amplify my love to keep loving you because I heard what you voted for. And it wasn't Trump that she voted for. I said, 
Did you remember the languaging, the anxiety, the conversation, the vibration that it, it, it initiated? And she's like, well, you know, God always says destruction's going to come, so maybe this is it. And I paused, friends. I totally paused. And I said, listen, I'm totally aware this game can't go in the way that it's been going. But it's my purity, it's my peace, it's my dedication to uplifting and elevating the consciousness of people that will end the negativity that we witnessed in the last 15 months and beyond that. So that's what I'm voting for. I'm voting for a person within my being that can move out that sort of a negative energy that tends to make us move into places of resentment, which aren't necessarily the best for a common good. Anyway, my dear, I got a video from Joni. It's her predictions on the presidency of Donald Trump. And you know what I did, Joni? I sent that prediction, I sent that video directly to her and the team of all of my yogi sisters at Peace Village and in different places. And everybody was, thank you, Jen, that was amazing. I'm so glad you sent this. So here, our dear friend Joni Petrie is one of the most recognized teachers and Vedic astrologers in the world. And she's also the founder and director of the Galactic Center. She was a faculty member for the American College of Vedic Astrology, Council of Vedic Astrology, and an instructor for online certification programs. She has published many books, journals and appeared on national and international television shows, and Joni is often the keynote speaker for national and international conferences that has appeared on national television. She publishes an online astrological magazine called Astrologic Magazine and has an online university for certification, the University of Vedic Astrology. Today, I'm proud to welcome my very dear friend, Joni Patri, who I can't wait to get into a conversation with, Om Shanti. <laughs> Om Shanti. Thank you, Sister Jenna, for having me here because I think I have something very important to tell the world because right now so many people are disappointed, upset about the elections because it was such a nasty election. And what came out and what I'm always uh, forced to look at is how is this teaching me something about myself? I always have to refer that what's out there and I need to see because it's something within me that I need to look at and change in order to change what's going on out there. It's like as above, so below. That's astrology. So as I look at all the anger, the fear that's rampant out there, and then I pull back and I say, okay, look at the stars, look at the planets. What do they have to say? Try your hardest to be objective because it's so hard to be to be objective when we all have feelings about this. So I pull away, I look at this, and I remember I did this video like in March of 2015, and it was about this conjunction of Venus and Jupiter coming together on the star Regulus. They come together quite often, but not on Regulus or the whole point of everything that was happening. So I said a king would be born, or, and that's what they termed it in ancient times. Of course, we don't have kings anymore. But that somebody would come into power that could change the world. And to my surprise, this was literally a huge surprise. Trump announced his bid for the presidency at that time, and then pulling up his chart, that's his ascendant. 
So I knew something big was about to happen. But then as the media and the roar of everyone, you know, and and the things that he said on TV and during the debates were deplorable, I was like, this guy's not presidential material. And then what happened was like to my surprise, but I was seeing it the whole time in his chart that he would be elected, but all the other astrologers and all of the media says, you're wrong. There's no way. And I'm thinking, yeah, it's not possible. But I kept saying, look at his chart. It is so strong. So bringing you to this, looking at his chart in the transits of where everything's going, you know, to my surprise, I think, and this, and this, should, this should calm some of the fears out there, because we want the president-elect to do well. But looking at his chart, he is so high powered and he is so powerful. And I see where he's going to be a good president. Now, let me tell you, that's kind of a surprise to me. No, no, but that's what was surprising. And I have to tell you, I spoke to some of my friends because I passed this on to everyone. And Joni, you know, I know just about everyone from all walks of life. And it was interesting when I observed their risk Bonds. I'm going to use that word very <laughs> diplomatically, or reaction. There was one particular religious leader of a large church that got depressed after I sent them that video. And I said, oh. I'm so sorry I didn't mean to do that. Because that's not what I read through the reading. Do you know what I mean? Right. It just goes to show right. there's a lot of emotions going on in us. Exactly. <laughs> So many emotions, and really, somebody said it was such a cute saying, do we want, if if President Trump is our captain on an airplane, do we want him to fail? That means the whole United States will fail. So we've got to really come together with the fact that he can really do us some, some good and change things. I mean, heaven forbid, he has he has brought out things that, would never, ever be brought out unless somebody had the guts to do it. I mean, really, he had a lot of guts. Of course, yeah, like I say, I couldn't believe some of the things that came great out of his act- mouth. I, but- did, I just called him a great actor. And, what you know, one of the things that some folks ask me, huh, I love her ratings, but I bet you she's a Republican and she voted for Trump. <laughs> You know, and, I'm not political. I really don't like politics. And, and yeah, so, but that's what people, people always see what they want to see. Where they are, I love what, right. I love what Dick Cabot said. This is so cool. He said, it takes a great person to see what they don't want to see. Yes, wow, deep. I love that one. So let's mm-hmm. talk about, you know, let's talk about Vedic astrology for some folks that might be wanting to learn more about it because it is very different than Western astrology, correct? Correct, correct. Well, we still use the planets, the signs, the houses, but they take into account the sidereal system, which is the true placements of where the planets are. Western astrology is off by almost a full sign because the stars and constellations are continually moving. And as we say, we're going into the age of Aquarius. Well, this is relative to the starting point of the zodiac according to procession, and this is what Vedic astrology takes into account. 
Now, of course, Vedic astrology is from India, and we have the dashas, which are a predictive system that actually is the reason why I thought Trump would win, because he just changed into a new dasha. It's a planetary cycle. They're very long. Uh, He just left an 18-year cycle, and he's going into the Jupiter cycle, which is 16 years. And any time someone's going into a new cycle, it means something huge. Obama went into his Saturn cycle right at the time of, of when he was elected president. So Trump went into Jupiter, but the most amazing thing is his Jupiter is the strongest planet in his chart, which because it's stationary, it means it's not moving. I know this is all technical, but he went into Jupiter. His Jupiter in his natal chart is stationary and transiting Jupiter conjoined it. That was the mark that he was going to be elected. And it's also the mark that means he's going to be a good president. Because so then let's break Jupiter it down. Tell okay, so break it down for folks who don't understand Jupiter and Saturn languaging. What does it mean on the sure. practical level? Like what's the difference between Saturn? Like what are the human or spiritual or physical characteristics that we could understand? Oh, Saturn is in retrograde or something like that. Yeah. And what is Jupiter yeah. about? Explain to me. Well, Saturn is the planet of restrictions, pulling back, obstacles. But which he it's got. the greatest teacher. Yes. Mm. Which are, but it's the greatest teacher because we learn through our hardships, and what Saturn gives is wisdom. But Jupiter, I always say Saturn's not very fun, but Jupiter's a lot of fun. <laughs> Jupiter is mm-hmm. expansion, opportunities, and it, cre- it exaggerates, it gives bigness. And this is where we're going. I see great growth because... Actually, in the United States chart that I use, Donald Trump's Jupiter conjuncts the United States Saturn in the 10th house of career and government. So he's going to implement some major big changes that I think are probably necessary, being objective about the chart. So we've got to have hope. We've got to, we've got to believe that the stars, they do not lie, and they're trying to tell us something. This was okay. the the change we needed. This is the hope. This is the expansion. This is the goodness. Now, Donald Trump's chart isn't going to be easy. I noticed that there's going to be some really difficult, hard aspects right around the time of inauguration. So I'm looking at some major events that could happen. And I'm concerned because when there is so much anger and fear out there, that's it mounts to something, and the divine nature of the oneness creates events to bring balance. Now, if this keeps growing and growing, there will be an event that will have to bring us all together because with so much division and separation, we have to realize we have to come together. What is the saying? Um, when when we come together, we, we achieve, divided, we fall. So right. looking at Looking at this, I'm seeing that astrologically around New Year's Eve and New Year's Day and really the whole month of January, there, Mars comes together with what we call K2, which is the south node of the moon. And so when, this, you say, the, when you say Mars and K2, what does that symbolize when both of them are coming together or conjoining? Well, this, yes, this is so important because K2 is, is our spirituality. It's our truth. It brings oh. things. It's like our burning desires for things, okay? It's like my sign, and, huh? 
Yeah. <laughs> and Mars is fire. And actually, they liken K2 to Mars because it is this burning desire, and Mars is fire and anger. And I've noted when they come together before, they did come together before on September 11th, 2001. But the difference here is Neptune's involved. And Neptune brings out things we didn't know, secrets, uh, the things we sort of fear, but the things we really don't know. And Man, that's amazing. September 1st was a solar eclipse that was exactly opposed that degree. And what that's telling me is that, that this is going to bring out major secrets in things that we don't know. There's more to come. It's, it's wow. going to be an event. But I think if people don't come together there's going to be a big event that could change everything and it won't and it will not be pretty. It could be a terrorist attack or it could be people turning on each other, a big explosive event. So my plea to people is we have to come together so we can avert anything like this. Because by by our coming together and dissolving this anger and this separation, we can avert major events. And one more thing I want to really bring out is that Neptune and K2 are spirituality and with Mars activating these two planets this is the greatest opportunity that we have for spiritual growth by looking out at what's going on out there how can we learn from this to change our lives to grow spiritually that's what I think every big event has to teach us all about looking within because Mars being anger, when anger stands for a long duration, it becomes resentment. And resentments, I believe, are the thing that keeps us on the karmic wheel because, mm. if we, because resentments are the strongest, most powerful emotion that we have. So if we have unresolved resentments, we're going to have to come back in, next, in future lifetimes to heal that because it cannot continue. That's what keeps us on the karmic wheel. And that's what actually blocks our lives from the success and the things we want because those deep-seated resentments are what will destroy our lives. And like a cancer, eat up our emotions, our feelings. So we have to look at these resentments. We have to let them go. It will be a healing for ourselves and for our country. Mm, I love that. I love that. And and I have to tell you, when we started Meditate the Vote in May, it was because I knew we were going to go through a very tumultuous time. And that whole program was to empower our own lives despite who would come into into office. And mm-hmm. um and I, I and I can see that. And about a month before the actual voting day, there were so many people in spirituality wanting to come together, meditate, offer good wishes, pray, amplify, because they knew that there was something within themselves that was going to be highly effective. Now, mm-hmm. just American American general is going through a lot, and I think a lot of people are questioning the authenticity of the next president, President-elect Trump. For example, uh, people are realizing that he has investment in the energy transfer partners who are with the Dakota Pipeline, and that he also has investments, high stocks, in, I think, um, Philip 66, which is another uh, oil company that is also involved with the Dakota Pipeline. And then you've got these Native Americans who are really moving peacefully. What 
what is that saying karmically for us? How can we make this better? What can we do to be a little bit more inclusive and and engaged with individuals that are very different than us? President-elect um, Trump has been a billionaire since he was in his 40s. He continues mm-hmm. to remain on top of his game. He has lived a life of privilege. When was the last time he sat at a table of just maybe ordinary folks? So how does his heart, how will we feel trusting that his heart will be able to speak to the people and for the people? What would you recommend sharing with him as to what we can do to make America much, much better than it already is? Well, first of all, I always want to, when I get all consumed and I start thinking about the emotional issues and I get all fired up and, you know, start thinking, oh, my God, this this cannot be good for the world because, based on, you know, and, and a lot of it has to do with, of course, that's what you're talking about, but the media, the way they direct us to, to make us think. So we have to pull back and we have to be true to ourselves. And if we are true to ourselves, for one thing, I wasn't true to myself because I saw Donald Trump was going to win the presidency. But with every astrologer in the media telling me I was wrong, I thought, oh, my God, well, I think I think probably Hillary will be elected. No, but if you're intuitive, I could sense within you, you were just saying, I don't know. I know everyone is saying Hillary, but we watched your videos, Joni. We could see in you that you wanted to say, I don't see that. But you kept it to a sense like neutral. Okay, I guess you'll win. But I I saw that you had read that from the beginning. Well, and I knew she wouldn't be president based on her daughter's chart, and no one had had Hillary's chart, so I used her daughter's chart. It flat out said she would not be president, so I'm thinking, but everyone's saying she's going to be president, so I said, well, she'll probably win, but she will not be president. Then I said, but hey, look at this chart of Donald Trump. It's surprising. It's so powerful. So going back to your issues of will he be a good president in terms of doing things that are right for the causes we all believe in, which is supporting the people such as American Indians in their plea and the way you know, money overpowers and overrules anything, it seems like, in this world, and it, it makes me sad. As a matter of mm-hmm. fact, everything that's happening right now with the people and their anger, their protests, and everything being divided, you know, what, you know what I feel deeply for this? And I've been very depressed myself. I feel sadness. I don't mm-hmm. know, but I feel this so intense sadness from watching everyone fight and go back and forth because the sadness is that people are not waking up. They're not conscious. They're not seeing the truth of what's really being projected in the, in the world and, and to open our hearts. So going back to Trump, just I have to just look at the stars to get my opinion out and get my feelings <laughs> out. <laughs> so looking at his chart. Thank God for those charts. Has, I know. I've got to go back to that because otherwise, I, you know, I'll be, I'll be upset all the time. So looking at his chart with his ascendant being Leo and conjunct the fixed star Regulus, that is the heart of the lion. And 
I know from Vedic astrology, a lot of Western astrologers think, you know, Leos are full of themselves and all that. Well, that is his ascendant. That one degree, which is the most personal degree of a chart, your ascendant, it changes every four minutes. It is exactly on that star. And that is the heart of the lion. And it is a sign of loyalty. It is. So I ha- And it's a sign of open-heartedness. Now, I don't see this either from what I saw on TV, but I really think from knowing his chart, this Leo quality has to come forth with the heart energy, which mm. is, so I think, even though you see, you know, and you know he's all about money, of course, I think mm-hmm. it's, I think he is going to come through and help some of these causes, such as women, um, empowering women, and the causes for for the rights to the land, and and that oil is the thing that really has gotten us into so many wars and trouble, and and it's hurt a lot of people. But I do think that the tides will change with him because he is completely different than what we're we're used to. So yeah. I have to just get my feelings out of the way and believe that this is going to help us. Remember this, if you are distrustful, you will attract people that are dishonest in your life. If mm-hmm. you are fearful, you will attract people that put fear into your life. And if you're angry, you will attract people that are angry at you. This is the law of the universe. So, we, so when we change ourselves, always we will have an effect on the outside world. Even though this might might sound airy-fairy to some people, this is a fact. And when we are resentful, we will attract situations that we will be resentful for. So we've got to change within. That's all there is to it. Exactly. Now I have a question by a listener. Um, Veronica in Miami, South Miami, is asking you a question. While she she thoroughly appreciates your spiritual advice, What she'd like me to ask you is how you reconcile your prediction of Donald Trump being a good president with the reactionary threats that he makes, the latest being that those who disrespect the flag should lose their citizenship. So how would you respond to Veronica's question? Well, I mean, he is always going to come from a place of courage and loyalty to things. And mm-hmm. he believes in America, so he feels like if someone is attacking the flag, they're attacking the United States. That's just, I remember, you know, in the 70s when uh, down in, in Dallas at uh, Turtle Creek they were burning the American flag. I remember the guys, I knew them, they went to jail. So, I mean, this is not a new concept that people will be reprimanded for doing acts against the country. And why, you know, but I know that if they are burning the flag, are they attacking the country or are they attacking the leader? I don't know. That's that's a question that that makes me think, because I think that's the rebellion against the new presidential regime by burning the flag. But but I think that's That's a good question. That's a good point. So have I, did I answer the question? (laughs) I think you did. I think you did. Because I think it was like what you said earlier in our conversation. One is, it's not just the man. I think 
what this has done is to show us the level of resentment that we're carrying in our spirit because, you know, you're talking about somebody who's saying certain things that you think is bad, but then you go out and burn the American flag. So who is who is not being patriotic here? You know, what's going on? Yeah. So I think yeah. we're learning we're we're learning a lot from what's been going on and I I'm so with you on your point where it is a time for us to come together or we will divide and, 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 and destroy ourselves. Exactly. And that, yes, this resentment exactly. that, that we're feeling must must find a way outside of our spirits because if we don't, whether it's through a terrorist attack or civil uprising between white supremacist groups and African Americans or Muslims or immigrants or what have you, at what point do we realize that together and with love we'll create the sort of a fortune and the kind of financial security that we're looking for? And I'm just wondering to what extent we can pass on that narrative to President-elect Trump so that since he has such an influence, then he could actually create so much hope in not only the people who think now they're on top of the game, but also to people who are so scared and worried that I don't see any more hope in our country or our children's future. Yes, I'm. You're so totally right with all of that. I mean, we have to we have to change. And let me remind everyone: the planetary conjunction that's coming together is all about spirituality. It is such an opportunity for our spiritual growth. And we have to look at it this way. We cannot be caught up in our anger and our righteousness because that is never going to give us the opportunity for the growth that we all need. And Mm. I could see through trying to understand this, I can see some revelations that have happened in my own awareness, just realizing all of this. It's really given me a new freedom that I feel within my heart and soul that I am not going, I'm not controlled by all these outward forces because I'm taking back my control to change me, therefore change my life and help the world. Beautiful, well said, and that is what it is. And I think individuals like us in a spiritual practice, I mean, we we were together, right, at Peace Village. And, I mean, I think it's safe to say that you got to witness a very respectful, a very balanced form of spirituality where you're very activated, but you're also very intentional in your activation. And I think that people are really wanting to find ways um, to be guided to be awakened, but also, this is not, you know what, Joni, it's not even just waking up. The hard part is staying awake. And that's yes. where we come yeah. in, you know. The hard yeah. part is staying awake. And so discipline, trusting the signs, trusting each other, trusting that whatever vibrations you're emanating, which is what you said, that's what's going to come back to you. Now, in uh, I love our conversation. Didn't you love this? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I do. Yeah, and 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 I think that as we are moving through, we're just going to be calling on you more and more. I think it's important for us to amplify a little sense of safeguard and safety, and also there are going to be challenging times. What we need to prepare ourselves for. Mm-hmm. America in the next, let's say, six months. Have you been able to look at the Vedic astrology for America in the next six months or at all? Oh, yes, of course, because, you know, as an astrologer, everyone wants to know the the future. So Mm -hmm. looking at that, I do see an economic 
downturn. And, you know, I, I can't. I can't understand it, but astrologically it says there's going to be an economic downturn. I suppose it is because of this event that turns everything upside down. If we did have an attack, it could, you know, that could be the result of why the economy is going to make a big shift. So, so during this, this whole coming 2017, Saturn will be, in the last degree of Scorpio, which is called Gundanta, and it means losing control. I went back to uh, the 1929 stock market crash and also the time of 1987, and both times Saturn was in the last degrees of Scorpio into Sagittarius. So based on looking back at old cycles and applying them to now, I see that this will probably be the result. So you know, many things are going to change with this uh, turnover with, with uh, Trump as president, and I think it's going to affect the economy. And people have got to pull together because this is the only way that this is going to help. And, you know, this is global. This is not just America. What happens here is a domino effect for the whole world. So we're looking at some crises and that's also a time for us to really look within because when we're forced uh, to, to let go in the world, the first thing that people do is they start to pray and they look within. Mm. So that's the positive that will come out of it. Mm, that's, good. that's hopeful. And I hope all the churches, spiritual spaces, and even if you don't have one to go to, uh, that you've stocked up on some really meaningful things like valuing family and valuing time mm-hmm, together. Exactly. Joni Tree, you are delightful. <laughs> you are too. <laughs> I've loved our time together. And uh, again, let us continue with our narrative here. I think you've said so much. And, and more than anything else, um, we want to keep trusting that things do get better. Because if we are better people, then better also has to find us. And so um, your astrological readings are very, very timely. Before I let you go, could you leave our listeners with where they can find you and how they can hear more of your astrological readings? Great. So I have a, a website, and my website is where I put my spiritual insights and my perceptions about what's going on in the world, and that is galacticcenter.org, O-R-G, and I love that I have this university. I have the most amazing students. Let me just tell you quickly. We had a webinar right before the elections, and based on all of my teachings that I taught my students, I said, okay, objectively, who do you think the president's going to be? Every single one of them said Donald Trump based on what I taught them. So my university is universityofvedicastrology.com. And I do readings, so I'm here to assist and serve the world to help people. So do you do private readings, group readings? Private readings, and when, uh, with, with the university, with my students, we do group readings. So, But the private readings, yeah, you can contact me and schedule appointments through my website, galacticcenter.org. Beautiful. I know I sent some emails of introduction to a few friends to you, so I'm not sure if you had reached out to them. Joni, thank you so much, and to be continued, right? Right, yes. <laughs> we've, we've got to inspire and help people see the truth, whatever it may be. Absolutely. Blessings, my sweet sister, and let us transform our sadness into optimism and a shared interest to make everyone feel better. 
Thank you. You're amazing. All the best. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. I have nothing more to say after this conversation. I'm done because I think Joni answered everything and touched on everything. Folks, get to your favorite spiritual center or church. Come to the Meditation Museum. Call Joni. Connect with good people. Connect with good people that when you bump into folks that are really struggling with themselves, you have enough good memories inside of you that it's just enough now. I can deal with you. Because if we don't amplify a lot of good memories inside of us, we're going to be affected by something as simple as someone jumping in front of the line who just has two items and didn't ask you, and you're going to look at them and give them attitude. It's really a call. We are being so called to strip all the masks and all the layers and all the attachments to wanting to belong to a particular genre, religion, culture, gender, um, nationality, language. It's done for you. It's done, done, done. If we're ever going to be united, we need to amplify our own innate virtues and values as a human being. These virtues and values will make me embrace a Democrat, a Republican, a rich, a poor, a gay, a straight, a man, a woman, prisoner, a murderer, a serial killer, to an angel or a saint. I will love them anyway because my virtues sustains me. And that's the unifying unifying force. Bring your virtues to the surface. That's your spirituality. Hey, remember, no one can take away your happiness unless you give them permission. And we are here, we truly are here to love each other the same. Here's Lifted by Bliss. Take care, everyone.